A to Z, a flavor odyssey. <laughs> and the odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome <laughs> to another episode of a flavor odyssey. I'm your host, <clears throat> co-host Randy Griggs. Just kicked something over on his way into the studio. Randy, are you okay? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Are, are you, you're okay? You didn't break anything or cut yourself, or uh, do you need any sort of medical attention? Because I don't have impressive. time to check. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> uh, little predator reference there for you. Uh, we are back, Randy. Another episode of Flavor Odyssey. This is the challenge episode. Indeed. Andy has thrown down the gauntlet, and uh, I am, uh, I've stepped up, and I hope, that, uh, I hope that I can come through with a pretty good pairing. I want to welcome everybody who's tuning in on Facebook Live. Uh, thank you guys for uh, joining us for another episode. If uh, you're so inclined, go ahead and hit that share button down at the bottom, I believe, right-hand side of your screen, and uh, share this show with, uh, with your Facebook friends. And uh, you know, tell them that we're awesome and we really know what we're talking about. You know, lie to them, basically. Um, <laughs> and I want to welcome everybody tuning in on a podcast as well. Thanks for the download. We appreciate it. Uh, I want to say hello to the boys at the home studio back in, uh, in where are you guys at in Colorado? Yeah, man. How's it going, boys? Uh, boys. Me and Jordan are excited to uh, watch the show and learn and listen from you two cats. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Jordan wasn't quite sure how to follow that up. No, that's, this, this should be a fun episode. Remind uh, just a little thing that I, I glazed over in the intro there because, Randy, you really you threw me for a loop with your uh, entrance. I uh, want to thank uh, the fine folks at Drew Estate for sponsoring our show. Randy, Drew Estate. The rebirth of cigars. Well Thank you um, to the fine folks over there. And what's going on, Randy? How's how's uh, how's life treating you these days? Good, man. Unfortunately, about three and a half seconds before we went on the air, I realized that I didn't have a cutter at my desk here, and so I did have to jump off screen. So thanks for covering. Sorry, everybody, for my uh, tardiness. But uh, no, uh, things are things are great. You know, continuing to. Uh, you know, do what we do, figure some things out. We're um, two weeks now into uh, Cigar Española. Where, uh, Cigar where... Española. <laughs> Sorry, I have to... I was going to say, every time I say that, you'll hear that <laughs> as an echo, which is awesome. Um, so uh, so we had Juan on this week. Got to teach Eric a little bit about uh, about Spanish. He's He's making some progress. I'm very proud of him. And uh, so, can you pronounce uh, the show title yet? <laughs> Cigar Española no. Tola Chatola. I know, I negative. know. I, I purposely messed that up, Jordan. Yeah. Cigar Española. Come on. Nice. Okay. Disculpa uh, el baño. Excuse mm. me, bathroom. <laughs> hey, at least you know what you said. You know that it was broken. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, so uh, so excited to be here on uh, on here with you. As you said, uh, we uh, getting into the final episodes for season one, uh, the first challenge episode, where I get to challenge you. I'm pretty uh, excited about about that because we know I'm gonna 
do great when you challenge me. But uh, I, I am ex <laughs> I'm excited to see how uh, how you did as um, the co-stritzer. Uh, Schwartz beer is a beer that we drank uh, for letter K earlier in the season, and uh, we paired that with the Black Label um, uh, Killer B Connecticut. Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And uh, we found that this beer, well, very black in color and has roasty notes, is very uh, light in body, light in intensity, and very clean. So uh, it's it's kind of a tricky one. And so I, I hope that you were able to bring your A-game and help us find something that we could uh, recommend to the fine folks out there in Dojo Nation what might go well with that beer. Well, not only is it a tricky one, it's actually kind of tricky to find. Mm. Uh, these days, uh, especially given that uh, <clears throat> we're not really, uh, I can't just walk into, well, I guess I can just walk into a liquor store and see if they have it, but it's, uh, it was, I was able to find some, Randy wasn't, so I had to, uh, you know, make sure that he got his hands on some. I mean, I do everything around here. It's really kind of frustrating. Uh, although I didn't have the cigar that I picked, <laughs> so Randy helped me out there, so it's fine. <laughs> It all works out. So I haven't even told everybody. I, the intro was just completely shredded by your, uh, your. It's just Absence. such a loud. It was no. It was such a loud entrance. Like uh, as soon as we went live, you kicked over. It sounded like a whole bunch of bottles. But oh, is that what I did? I was going so fast, I didn't even notice what I. Yeah. I'm sure there's a mess. You, you left. There's there is a mess in your wake. I'm it, sure it's a partial 36 case of Topo Chico for the oh, record. That sounds about right. Um, so I haven't even told everybody what the pairing is. So wait, Randy wait, Robbie, 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 slow oh, yeah. down, slow down. Were you gonna, were you gonna let people in on the little secret that you got before the show, the little surprise package? <laughs> I didn't know we were doing that. We should. Why not, man? What the heck? Was, I don't know. Unless you don't want to, I think that'd be oh, a good idea. I'll, let, uh, I'll, I'll, I will share with everybody. Jordan, can I have a full screen, please? Well, but oh now before gosh, you show it, everything's messed up. <laughs> it's all backwards because we went out of order, and it's fine. So, Before you show it, though, you got to give the background to what we're trying to print. Well, I'm giving the whole story. Okay. A whole shebang. All right, you do you. You do you. I, I will do my best. So I got a, a an email alert uh, the other day that said, uh, Eric Gatormson has sent you something in the mail. I'm like, oh, well, Eric, what, what are you sending me? You just sent me a bunch of stuff for review. What is this? You know, what's, what's going on? And he said, uh, I, I, it's a surprise for you and Randy. So a package arrived on my doorstep today as Dana and I were taking Ruby for her daily walk. And I saw that it was from Dojo and I said, okay, wait, we got hold the phone. I got to go open this package. So I cut the sucker open. And the first thing I see is this, is a little sheet of paper in a very aggressive scrawl says surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I, I, I peel that back and I see, a whole bunch of dojo, leather dojo patches, which really cool. I was very excited to get these. Slash and, coasters. Yeah, I think I, I don't think they're going to be coasters for me. They're, well. These are pretty sweet. Um, and underneath those was the, was the real surprise because neither Randy nor I knew that this was in the works. And apparently this is a Master Sensei original. Um, this was 100% uh, Master Sensei. We've got some new dojo stickers that yes. uh, are going to be uh, making their way into some packages and bombs and all kinds of fun stuff in uh, the coming days. As you can see, these stickers, it's got a nice little Randy headshot, a Rob headshot. It's got a very, uh, 
like a Brady Bunch kind of feel to it. You know, it's like I'm I'm one of the kids looking up at Alice. You know, I don't know. These I, these are pretty sweet. We've got a, a nice hefty little roll of these things, so they're going to go out. And we're we're working on Randy getting some our first run of Flavor Odyssey uh, beer glasses. Yep. And yep. so that's uh, that's in the works. And this graphic may or may not be on the glass. We'll see. We're still kind of working on that. But uh, that's definitely in the works. So um, we were, I, was, I, 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 I laughed pretty hard when I opened, opened the thing in Southeast. It was, uh, I was surprised to see this, but uh, they are pretty hilarious. So these are going to start making their way out into the wild as we uh, as we send out more packages and uh, and bombs and things of that nature. So uh, I want to thank uh, the thank Eric and Jordan for that. It was a lot of fun. People are going to enjoy these. Indeed, thank you guys. That's you guys look like awesome. stepbrothers in that picture. <laughs> Speaking yes. of stepbrothers, we watched that today. That was the cigar in a movie today. That was a lot of fun. That movie is so good. Oh, it's, it's just got so, it's just got so many lines in it. So many lines. Um, but anyway, that was the excitement for today. Uh, hopefully, we'll have more info on the glasses and the availability of those in the coming weeks. Uh, everything moves a little bit slower with the Rona, so uh, we're going to do the best we can to get those uh, produced as quickly as possible. Uh, and we'll let you guys know. So moving into this pairing here, <clears throat> and just a reminder, we are in the wild card episodes, and this is Rand. I guess this is the Rand, this is the Robbie Challenge episode. So Randy has challenged me with this particular beer. He could choose any beer in the world, and of course, he picked one that we already featured on the show. I think it's partly because he's lazy, and partly, <laughs> because, partly because it's a really good beer. Mm. Um, so uh, the beer that we're going with, as he already said, is the Kostritzer Schwartz beer, which is a black lager. And this comes from the, the good folks in the land of Germany. Randy will get more into the details of this particular beer. And as you can see, it's a lager, but it is like black as night. Mm. Right? But the, uh, the body on this, Randy, is very thin. It's mm. almost like a Guinness, you know? Uh yeah, it's um, it's a little bit more body than a Guinness, really. But yeah, yeah, we we can get into that. <clears throat> and the cigar that I chose. So last time, Randy said we we paired with the Killer Bee Connecticut from uh, from Blackwork Studios. And the uh, did I get the, did I pick the right name? I think so. I think I said Black Label, but you're right. It, it is a Blackworks brand. I think it's Blackworks. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> anyway, from Oveja Negra Brands. So. Uh, we both love that cigar, but the cigar is—it's a Connecticut, maybe in name only. It's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty hefty. So Guys, I wanted to go with something. We got somebody that? willing to put that sticker tattooed on their butt already. Oh, well, that didn't take long. Barry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Right. I should have dropped that in. Wow. That oh is, my gosh. I, I'm not sure I can allow that. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't feel I don't feel comfortable with my name permanently on some other man's took us. Your face, <laughs> your face, even oh, my worse. face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my name. My Chris face. Blood brought it up, and then guys have been uh, double and triple and quadruple daring each other. Oh, I, I say we get this party started. Let's do it. I want to see some <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, it's uh, well. If it's going to happen, I need to see video. And uh, Randy said he'll pay for it if you fly us out there. True story. To, to witness, <clears throat> to witness the tattooing. So. <clears throat> The cigar we went with this time, my choice, since this is 
the Robbie Challenge episode with the High Claire Castle. Oh, hello, get on the screen. Hello, High Claire Castle from uh, Foundation Cigars. We'll get into uh, the blend and everything here in a minute. This is a bit more of a traditional Connecticut. <clears throat> um, and I'm hopeful that a lighter cigar with a bit more of a, a creamy body is going to <clears throat> pair a little bit better with this beer that while it's it, it looks like it's going to be pretty heavy and it does have a fair amount of flavor to it, the, the um, intensity is... It is pretty low on this one, really, the intensity of the beer. So it's it's an interesting, it's kind of an interesting pairing. Randy. <laughs> That's normally when you would <laughs> say something. start talking. Uh, whoops. Um, sorry, I wasn't paying attention at all. Mm. And, um, uh, awesome. Yeah, Dark beer, I, I, light cigar. Weird, right? Weird. <laughs> totally weird, but it works out because the intensity on the beer is really low. So... Uh, so hopefully this this does make a great pairing. Uh, I'm excited about this. I've never smoked the High Claire. Uh, I'm a pretty significant Foundation fan. I've smoked I think everything else that he's blended, and I have had some of these in uh, in my humidor for a while. But this is the first time I've got around to actually smoking one. What what, what have we got here? Is this a Churchill Vitola? <clears throat> I, think? I think we are smoking. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the Vitolas here. It looks like. It is, yeah, this is a Churchill, a traditional Churchill, a 7 by 48 And I think most of these sizes are going to be traditional, and we'll get into uh, why that is uh, right now, Randy. I'll give it, uh, I'm just going to give this a whirl. So <clears throat> off the top, there are two different versions of the High Clare Castle. There's the Edwardian, which is this. This is the Connecticut. And there's the Victorian, which sports an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. It's a dark, it's a dark Habano, too. I, I thought, I, I mean, I kind of consider it a Maduro, but. I haven't smoked that cigar yet, but I hear really good things. Yeah. So if you're uh, interested, all the information I found is on a lovely website called CigarDojo.com. Uh, did you guys know that we review cigars? I occasionally write a review. Randy does occasionally write one, occasionally more than I occasionally write one. But, <laughs> but it's, it's, very, it's very occasional. We have a bad that was a pretty accurate and apt description <laughs> of the occasionality. It didn't make any sense, but it made total sense, right? So, um, so yeah, uh, CigarDojo.com, ton of reviews on there. This one is written by uh, Jordorn <laughs> Gutomsky Goddardson Guitarzan. <laughs> so this one is written by Jordan back uh, April. Uh, 27th of 2018. So this cigar has been around since 2017. Um, it was announced just before the trade show. And I, I don't know if it was released at the trade show or not. Uh, it does not say here in the review, Jordan, um, if it was released at uh, the trade show. But My reviews are, don't have to be encyclopedias. I never claimed that. No, there's, there's a ton of information here. I mean, get ready, guys. There's a lot to, uh, to go on with. So <clears throat> Nick Melillo, Foundation Cigars, he announced that he teamed up with the 8th Earl of Carnivon. Carnivon. Car Car <laughs> I'm going Carnivon. Um, and, and their uh, historic High Clare Castle. It's in Hampshire, England. So High Clare Castle, if you're familiar with the show Downton Abbey, Randy, this is High Clare Castle is where they filmed it. It's the Downton House. Uh, house is, a, is, is a, uh, not really the right word to use for that. Uh, the castle sits, it's a 5,000-acre 5, 5, estate, and uh, this is George 
Car Carnarvon, Carnarvon, Carnarvon. We'll go Carnarvon. George Carnarvon. He's the eighth Earl of Carnarvon. So, like that, this family's been in this this castle. Sorry, has been in his family for eight generations. That's crazy. Um, anyway, so they teamed up to produce this cigar, and the the idea was, if you watch the show at all, or if you're familiar with this any of this time in like English history, um, after dinner. The guys are always going to kind of go back to the study or wherever that room is, and they're going to drink their whiskey. In the show, they're drinking whiskey because it's early 1900s. Um, this is right around the time. When did the Titanic sink? 1912. 1912. So that's that was when the season – that happens in the first episode of the first season. So it was early 1900s. Um, so after dinner, they go back to the study. They have a fire going, and they fire up some cigars, and they're drinking whiskey or they're drinking uh, brandy or whatever. So Nick wanted to make a cigar that was similar to what they would have smoked back then. And they actually found um, a, like a, not a diary, but like a record of the cigars that were purchased and smoked in the house. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't know how far that record goes back. But <clears throat> anyway, uh, Nick wanted to make a cigar that was going to fit into that style of, uh, of cigars that would have smoked back, back in you know, the 1800s. Uh, Connecticut Shade Wrapper, Brazilian Matafina Binder, which is interesting because I doubt they were using Brazilian Matafina um, in the 1800s, but you never know. Or anything. Uh, and, or anything, exactly. <laughs> uh, the filler, yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, the filler is uh, Nicaraguan tobacco. There's, it's got Criollo and Corojo and a tobacco I've never heard of before. Nica, Nicodon hybrid tobacco. Anybody heard of that? Yeah, I think it's like proprietary for the, you know, it's only used in that cigar. Really? Interesting. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of the background on the cigar itself. Okay, yeah, so they found the records of the cigars purchased throughout the early 1900s. I think that's pretty cool. Anyway, um, that's uh, that's kind of the back story on the cigar. It's going to check in at, uh, you know, maybe not mild, but medium minus is what I'm hoping for, and that's really the, the experience that I'm getting so far. I think it's going to hopefully Randy pair pretty well with his co-stritzer. But uh, now that I've fumbled through the description of the cigar, you want to give us some info on the beer? Sure. Did you listen to any of that, or were you completely checked out? Uh, no, now I'm paying attention. Okay, Sorry good. about that. <laughs> uh, live. Oh, live makes it fun. <laughs> Uh, so Kostritzer, uh, we have already covered this uh, beer on an earlier episode, but Kostritzer Schwartz beer uh, is uh, German for a black lager. A lager is a beer that is typically known to be more crisp and uh, clean in flavor with ales being fruitier, uh, potentially spicier, uh, more full bodied. Uh, so this definitely uh, has that mouthfeel that you're looking for in a lager that's very crisp and clean, uh, very refreshing. Uh, though they do use a roasted barley that gives uh, some nutty sweetness and a little bit of a, a coffee note to it. Something to note with uh, this and, and most German dark beers is that they will use a huskless grain. So... Uh, as I often say, beer is a uh, malted 
barley-based uh, beverage. Uh, barley has a, a husk on the outside of it that is uh, a key element to creating a filter bed for when we try and strain all the sweet wort from the grain bed. And so like all these little husks are on the outside of the grain. And when you mill it and turn it into these uh, like busted up kernels, you end up with this fine uh, layer of, of the husks. But the husks themselves actually have bitterness in them. And so for like American stouts, for instance, when you roast those kernels, um, you get that same chocolatey, coffee, roasty character, but it comes with some bitterness. By dehusking the grain prior to the, um, the roasting process, you're actually able to eliminate a lot of that bitterness that we uh, associate with grain in something like a stout. So while ha having some of those uh, roasty and, and coffee characteristics, it is um, devoid of any of that malty bitterness. Uh, and again, leaving the beer uh, uh, mild to um, light intensity and with just some slight notes of, uh, of honey. There's some, some nice rich sweetness in it. Uh, has a, a very bready characteristic and Kostritzer as a brand is the number one, uh, black lager of, uh, produced in all of Germany. So this is a pretty mainstream beer there, there in Germany to your point, Rob, um, well, it has uh, full national distribution here in America. It's not carried in, in, in your everyday little mom and pop uh, uh, beer store. And I'm guessing isn't available anywhere in the state of Wyoming, even in Cheyenne. <laughs> what about Jackson? Isn't that? Oh, that is Wyoming. Okay. That's the only two places I know. Yeah. Casper. Casper. Yeah, that sounds... <laughs> That sounds good. That's another one. I don't know. Um, no, I think, honestly, I think what the issue is, I get, the, I get these from Total Wine, which is, uh, I don't know if Total Wine is national, but it's, it's just a, it's a big liquor store. And they actually sell cigars there, too. And the Total Wine near me actually has a pretty decent humidor um, for that type of place. Anyway, I was going on their website, and they, on their website, they only have bottles listed. And... They always are listed as out of stock because they, they don't carry the bottles anymore. They carry the cans, the pint-sized cans. So they only carry cans, but it's not listed on their website. That's why it's kind of weird. That's, that's so how did you get them? I used a, an app called Instacart, Randy, and uh, placed an order uh, for the bottles. Even though it said they were out of stock, I ordered them anyway just to see what would happen, which is how we got them the first time. Uh, and uh, the gal who was picking up my order, she – the the app is actually pretty cool. They'll, they'll message you as they're picking everything up and they'll say, Hey, this isn't in stock. Can I replace it with this? And you can open up a little chat window. Like basically you're texting them. Yes. It's like Toys R Us for adults. Exactly. Um, and she messaged me. She said, Hey, they don't have the bottles, but they have cans. Do you want that? And so it all worked out. So uh, we do have, we do have the beer. I love this beer, man. When uh, I, I, was originally going to get just one six pack. And she said, well, they have four packs of cans. I said, okay, can you get four of them? Cause I want to make sure I have more of this beer to drink later because my wife likes it too. So, and it's a good beer for this time of year when I still want to drink something dark. Cause I sometimes just want a dark beer mm -hmm. and it's not super heavy. So it's uh, it's a good beer for this time of year as well. 
I really dig it. Um, you know, I, I was certain when we picked it the first time for K that it was going to be a very good cigar pairing beer. And so, well, you can take all the shots of my laziness that you want. I really, I chose to challenge you with this because, you know, you bring a lot more experience in the cigar industry than, than I have. You know, I've said many times I've been smoking it for a few years and, well, I've uh, dove in, you know, with both feet and head first and, and everything else. Uh, I was really hoping that you could um, help find a, a, a good pairing for that beer because I'm just certain that if we find the right cigar for that, it's going to be a magical pairing. Yeah, I think uh, I think you may be right, and I feel like we're trending in that direction. I don't know if it's magical just yet. We'll get there, but uh, a few notes on the cigar. Um, going through uh, Jordan's review here, uh, Jordan suggests that this be paired with some Lagavulin Scotch. Now, Randy, have you ever had Lagavulin? No. It, I'm going to pick on Jordan here for a minute. Doesn't that just sound appropriate? <laughs> it, it, it does. It, it sounds great. Uh, Lagavulin is a heavily peated scotch, and uh, not to pick on you, Jordan, but kind of to pick on you, uh, that would just destroy the cigar, in my opinion. Yeah, I can guarantee I just said, hey, that sounds like that would be the right. Jordan was imagining that he was Lord Grantham at <laughs> Iclair Castle. That's what they would be doing. Give me some of that Lagavulin scotch. Well, they don't talk Maybe like that. they were bad at pairing, but I, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, if you threw like a like a Glenmorangie at this, something kind of basic, like a, a, just a ten year uh, Glenmorangie or Macallan, something like that, uh, even a Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, any Glen um, would uh, all the Glens, Glen Lupin. all the Glen. No, not Glen Uh I, yeah. Um, I said if you throw a Glen at it, I, and I was going to say I wouldn't throw a Glen Loop at anybody, cause, but <laughs> then I decided not guy. to make the joke. Not that he's a big guy. It's just I wouldn't throw anybody at anybody. That's mean. <laughs> but then I decided it wasn't a good joke and I was going to move on, but I still told it anyway. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, something a little bit lighter. I think a, one of those, any Glens, that'd be a really good pairing. Um, so hey, far, Rob, I don't know if you noticed uh, Patrick asked a question there, and he asks if you think that uh, Guinness Stout, which is the Guinness Draft, would go well with this cigar. The... The uh, the the one with the thing inside that agitates the stuff. <laughs> that's, that's the technical the tec yeah. term. Yes, yes, the, the technical term <laughs> for the, the week is, is the thing <laughs> with the agitation the and, thing, the, and the thing the hole and the, in there and it makes I the bubbles. Of, I couldn't think of nitro. The nitro version, I do think it would pair actually kind of nicely. I think that might actually have been a better pairing for this particular cigar. I think because mm -hmm. um, that's a little bit. Uh, I don't know. The, the flavors on that are uh, – it's, it's a bit chocolatier. It's a bit uh, – I, I don't know if roastier is right, the right word. There's a bit more um, uh, depth, I think, to the flavor there, mm -hmm. you know, because it's, it's just a bit heavier on the flavor side of things. So I think that would pair pretty well. So uh, I, would, I would think so. What do, you, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right on the mouthfeel for Guinness. Um, since we already brought that up also. Um, so the nitrogen is going to give that more full, full mouthfeel, plus it being an ale is going to give a little bit more depth and flavor. Again, with lagers being a little bit cleaner, a little a little bit uh, um, more subdued uh, esters uh, like fruit and whatnot, um, you're, you're going to have more of that roasty, more of that uh, creamy character that, uh, that I, I agree. I think the creaminess of the nitrogenous 
uh, and the creaminess that um, very apparently getting off this uh, cigar would be a nice pairing. And, yeah, and this I, this really isn't that light. You know, when you said that this is kind of a throwback traditional, <laughs> and uh, like I I uh, haven't smoked uh, all that many Connecticut's in the grand scheme of things, and so I keep thinking of like the old school Connecticut's as these very very light cigars, and I wouldn't say this is very very light. No, I would say it's 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 probably a little more amped up than I remember it. Mm-hmm. On the flavor side, yeah, not I don't think there's, pardon me, there's not a lot of strength going on here. Um, I think the intensity of this cigar is really driven by the flavor, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> but I'd still call the intensity of this as a medium tops, medium minus. Really, there sure. is a nice uh, a nice white pepper on the retro hail that I, I uh, really enjoy and I think is <clears throat> part of the flavor hook that I'm getting here, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, for me, this there's, there's creamy notes in this cigar. There's a little bit of cedar, and maybe I'm just kind of inferring that. There's definitely some kind of like a roasted nut, roasted peanut type of situation happening there. Uh, a little bit of sweetness, not a lot. Um, <clears throat> it's a little bit, I always call it kind of a, a nougat sweetness, but it's kind of a, a sweet cedar thing happening there. It's not super sweet, but there's a little bit of it there. I, this cigar to me is is what I think of when I think of a traditional Connecticut. Maybe it's a slightly ramped up version, but it is pretty traditional as far as the flavors are concerned, in my mind. Great. So, <laughs> great, thanks. Well, no, no. I, I, again, <laughs> I, I, the only the only Connecticut's that I've uh, really delved into are like. The black label ones, the Roma Craft ones, the the Southern Draw that I I know going into them, or from what I've read and have been told that those aren't necessarily uh, indicative of the traditional um, Connecticut. So so I feel like most Connecticut's I've had are fairly ramped up. Um, so I'm, I'm taking your word for it, but all, but all the descriptors that, that you used um, to describe this, I I I think you were spot on. Definitely get some white pepper in the in the retro you know doesn't have that sharp black pepper it's uh, very very soft yeah Um, definitely creamy very cedary Uh, i i get that nice light sweet wood uh character i I agree though that the uh, there isn't a lot of residual sweetness in general uh on the palate from the cigar but yeah uh, but it's very enjoyable It, it does have that we we always talk about that kind of it factor and uh you know there there is a certain elegance to 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 the smoke on this one it, it smokes very nice it's a very pleasant flavor now you know you can actually randy you can stay overnight at high clear castle i can anybody can <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> like if, if you would like to stay there so it's, it's a bed and breakfast or what it's <laughs> kind of oh, um wow. it's like i don't i wouldn't call it like a and b but um the the wife and I were planning a trip to uh, London, to England for our 10th anniversary, which is coming up this year in September. Mm. And so we have this, we have our trip as booked. Whoa, I don't so know if we'll be able to go. My 10th anniversary is in September. I feel like we've talked about this. Oh, okay. What? what <laughs> no, I, no, I feel like this has come up. We're uh, September 5th. We are the 18th. It got us beat. Did we just right. become best friends? <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> We, uh, I, I, I gotta say, Rob, you and your lovely wife Dana find more frequent 
uh, milestones to travel abroad than anyone I've ever met. I, I applaud that. Good for you. And I, I didn't know you guys were uh, looking to head out across the pond again. Yeah, that was uh, <clears throat> that's the plan. So we got the flights booked and everything, but uh, we wanted we're going to drive out to see Highclere Castle, and we found out that it was uh, supposed to be closed. I think when we were there, so we we're kind of bummed because I wanted to smoke one of the cigars out in front, uh, you know, get a cool dope. picture. Yeah. You know, that cool. kind of thing. That's that's for the gram, definitely. But uh, <laughs> but we were looking into it, and you can spend the night there. But I think it's like a, a three night minimum, and it costs like fifteen hundred bucks or something. It's uh, it's not cheap, but it would be kind of cool to do that. I think you can buy the cigars there. I don't know if you can smoke them there or not, but maybe not in the house, but uh, maybe outside. Yeah. They've got they've got five thousand square uh, whatever feet, not feet uh, <laughs> miles. What, 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 do you, what do you call kilometers? Acres, acres oh, oh. is the word I was looking for. I'm struggling with my words today. Words are tough. They've it, got a giant uh, five thousand square it, foot. <laughs> lawn <laughs> incredible so they probably have a couple of those but uh now aren't uh, acres aren't acres an american measurement wouldn't it be hectiker hectickers uh, uh, what does the review say <laughs> I, was, I was i was honestly like trying to use the force and tell you guys just don't say anything after what he just said and let it just hang there but uh i i my my force powers are not working um it's they get uh over a hundred thousand visitors every year. Um, it doesn't say how large the place is. Where did I read that from? Maybe from the foundation was website. The was it? I think. There's Don't a you? lot of there's cool pictures on the foundation website if you want to check that out. There's a couple of videos too, but I'm not going to play them. But to your point, Jordan, about um, these being for sale, there this wasn't just uh, Nick doing a homage piece for that. He actually like. Hooked no, up it's, a, it's a partnership. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a real collaboration. And um, I know I've seen him do interviews on it, uh, probably on Smoke Night Live through Cigar Dojo, where he was talking about how uh, how um, company man, how, how excited the family was. And it was a real honor that especially that he had the interest in in looking at those ledgers, like you said, from the early 1900s to really try and uh, bring uh, to the project, something of, of real historical value and uh, really try to emulate what a cigar might have uh, tasted like back then. Right. It, it's interesting because like it's not like you just said, it's not just like a kind of foundation homage because it's actually they created a company, Highclere Castle Cigars, and it's technically their cigar, which Nick is a he's like a founding member of that company. So mm. he's a member of a founding member of that company with like you know, the eighth Earl and, and I can't remember somebody else. And that's the company that's technically the cigar belongs to. Oh, it's uh, Adam von Gutkin. There you go. I think he yeah. brought him to uh, IPCPR a couple of years ago. Didn't yeah. he? And we met that, him. We met the guy. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And he invited us or, to the castle. And we were like, we're like, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Well, next time that comes up, my wife and I would love to join. All right. Um, did, did you ask if you could bring cornhole boards and put them out on the uh, yes. on the massive lawn? I do say, my good man, <laughs> this one's going into the hole. <laughs> we need to work on your British accent. I think. What are you talking about? This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm, like I'm just Van Dyke <laughs> accent. I don't, it's I'm, it's fun. I want you to read me stories in that voice, but I don't know if it's British. 
Hey, yeah. at least, at least hey. you didn't slip into Italian. So yeah, that, that's, know, that's making yeah. progress. <laughs> or, or Spanish. All right. Uh, uh, so it does, uh, Jordan, it does say in the review, 5,000 acre estate. So maybe that is uh, translated into American acreage. Uh, who knows? Whoa, I'm just trying to put on a background effect. I didn't want to do that. So, Randy, let's jump into this pairing and see how I did on my uh, my challenge episode. I'm going to say from a intensity standpoint, from an intensity standpoint, I think we're kind of spot on with intensity. I think the cigar might be a little bit much, but not it's not over the top. What do you think? Well, Rob, I actually agree with you. The intensity is uh, is more that kind of um, mild to mild medium. Um, they're, they're, it is a very flavor-forward uh, cigar and a flavor-forward beer, but they both have that, that kind of um, very approachable uh, flavor profile that, that doesn't make – there's no – strong intense flavors again even the spiciness is somewhat uh subtle uh, just like the kind of coffee characteristics are also somewhat subtle in the beer so i think intensity wise i i agree i think these are uh well matched uh how do you feel about the flavor uh the Mur murdoch voice how do you feel about the flavor um well i think for, for me oh. that's probably where we could probably uh continue the search and you know that th there, there might be um you know you don't you, again you get that very nice woody component from the cigar that i'm not finding a uh you know a mirrored resonance in in the beer for for that I feel like m maybe there needs to be a little bit more of a coffee or chocolate note in the cigar to re really pair with that you know the 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 Guinness drought draft of uh, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Uh, the Guinness draft version may actually um, provide uh, a closer uh, pairing for for that, but it, but it's very enjoyable. They're not running over each other. You very much uh, uh, get the full flavor from the beer and the cigar. Um, so uh, again, why intensity is the most important part of a pairing is even if there, there's not a, a flavor that's creating that resonance that I talk about in pairing, um, it, they're still enjoyable. They, they match each other and, and it's, it's an enjoyable pairing. I'm, I'm going to give you a thumbs up myself, um, because it, it's, it's, it's a very good pairing. I, I, I'm, I'm not mad about this at all. I say thumbs up. Awesome. Thank you. I, I, I want to, Randy, go thumbs sideways on this one, but I'll, I guess I'll go thumbs up to, uh, to pair along with you, to pair along with you. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, to me, it's, it's, it, you, the way you described it is kind of perfect. Their intensity matches. The flavor is close enough, so it's a, it's a good experience, but I'm not rushing out to tell everybody they need to try this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. I, if, I feel like if we had a Guinness... Uh, which I've got one right here. I could crack one open and we could test it out, but um, that might be a little bit better because the, you are just going to get a certain amount of flavor that's going to resonate better with the cigar. So I think we, going with a thumbs up is generous. Thank you. Um, but uh, it was, this is a tough beer, man. 
it's tough to pair with. It's yeah. something that I really want to. Yeah, the, the thumb sideways. That should be uh, a T-shirt. We too. let you do it. <laughs> that is a good idea. We let you do it <laughs> once, Rob. Like you could, you could do the thumb sideways again. Mm. We might have yeah. to. We might have to ban it for season two. But in season one, it's still. <laughs> well, if, it's, if it's banned, I'm doing it from here on out. I should. I didn't know that. Um, but I think it's and and maybe that's. It's not fair to say like I don't. I wouldn't. I don't really want to give it a thumbs up because. It's still a decent pairing. And like you said, I'm getting the full experience of the cigar. I think some of the beer is losing a little bit of its flavor, but not much. It's still enjoyable. It's not like I'm, I can't wait to be drinking something else or can't wait to be smoking something else. It's, it's passable, but it's yeah. not. Um, I mean, if I'm sitting out at the you know, fire pit with some buddies, six feet apart, of course, um, I would, this would be a perfect pairing for that because I'm kind of paying attention to the conversation, making sure they don't get too close. That kind of thing. Um, I'm not really too focused on the uh, on the pairing, and it's it's not anything that's going to ruin my experience. It's but again, I'm not running out in the streets and screaming from the top of my lungs that we need to uh, we need to share this pairing with everybody. Uh, can I just ask something real quick? Because I actually just saw it. I heard you say it earlier, and I thought it sounded weird. And I just saw Jordan or Eric put it up on the screen. It's not downtown Abbey. No. Downton. 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 Oh, darn. I always Downton. thought it was called Downtown Abbey. I've never when seen you're it. Downtown <laughs> Abbey, baby. Oh. <laughs> Come on, that, was, that, joke. Come that on. was sublime. Come on, Randy. Uh, no, it is Downton. Downton. You've never watched it. It's a good show. Yeah. I'll see every episode. I think, we, I think the wife and I have watched it twice. Isn't it like 13 seasons long? No. No, it's like, it's like six. Five or oh, six. Yeah. And then there's the movie. Which wasn't as, good. wasn't as good. The movie was fine. I didn't need it, but it was just kind of fun to see the characters again. It should have been just like another part of the show. Like, it didn't need to be a movie. Mm. Did they yeah. use the same actors from the show for the movie? Yeah. 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 They did. Oh, see, that's, that's nice when they do that. I really enjoy, Have you guys watched the, um, what is it, the El Camino? The, yeah, I have not seen that yet. It's it's Nor good. I. It's, it's I liked it. I thought I re I really enjoyed like going back because Breaking Bad. That's one of those ones that like when it's over, you still want to continue to follow those characters and see more stories. So I was just excited that they were able to find a way to put out more content. Uh, yeah, with I, those characters. I liked it because like you wouldn't have to see it. Like if you want. You're not missing anything by not seeing it, mm -hmm. but if you do, it doesn't ruin the previous stuff they've done. So just a little, little extra right. info for you, right? And unlike um, uh, Better Call Saul, which is like the the uh, the prequel to to the whole Breaking Bad, it's it picks up right at the end of the series and just continues the story on for another few hours. So that series ended really well. It did. <clears throat> it, it ended did. really well. Did you did guys you ever? Did you guys ever see the Sopranos movie? The what? movie? There, there, no. You. <laughs> <laughs> They've been talking about it for years. It never happened. No, they're doing a like a prequel show turned into a show. Oh, really? Yeah. And the the guy who's playing Tony Soprano is actually his the actor's son. No kidding. Oh, no. Yeah, James Galdafini, Galdafini. his yeah. kid. Yeah. Interesting. I had no idea. I'm glad I brought that up. I, I can't to... wait you for know? that. That's going to be cool. I'm looking forward I've... to that. I've never know. watched. I haven't watched the whole series. Oh really? Oh, wow. That's it's an all timer. I was late to watch it. I only watched it like last year, yeah, maybe or too. something. Me too. Yeah. 
excellent, right? Oh, like, it, awesome. it, it draws you in for sure. One of the great best, characters. One of the best uh, and series of all time. For probably sure. the Top best three. best ending of any show. Ever. Oh yeah, ending is incredible. We which we won't talk about, but it's fantastic. I see. I know how it ends. Oh, or at least I know the last few seconds of it. <laughs> right. Right. You know what show I thought had a great ending, and I, we could just keep talking about this for hours. But uh, Mad Men, I loved the ending of Mad Men. I stopped at like season three on that one. It's a good show. Okay, but I just the uh, the whole kind of maybe the whole last season you're kind of watching it, and you're like, ugh, kind of dragging through. Like, oh, this is getting so tired, and this character that you're following through this whole time, it's like you kind of love him and you hate him, and then there's that there's kind of a moment at the end. And uh, it just puts a nice a nice bow on uh, on the whole series. I thought the ending was fantastic. It's it's harder to watch a show like that where there's no uh, killing, you know. If, I, if I'm going to watch <laughs> Jeez, a, Jordan, if dark. I'm going to watch a serial dark. show, I want people to be dying. <laughs> dark. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so I just started watching the. Uh, the uh, did this show just become about uh, TV and, and movies? Is that, is that all right? <laughs> the last two weeks. Uh, the uh, I just started watching the Marvel Netflix shows, and Daredevil is wildly graphic. The first season is great. Jeez, man, it is brutal. It is blood and gore. Good so, lord. Better than the uh, Ben Affleck version, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little Indeed. bit. A little yeah. bit. Indeed. But, uh, that, the, the first season I really liked. I couldn't watch any of the rest of the stuff on there. What yeah, about I, uh, what do you guys think about uh, Gilligan's Island? Loved it. The original? <laughs> oh yeah, I loved Gilligan's Island, but I was like seven. That was like yeah. the prequel to Lost. Exactly. <laughs> That's a show I've never watched either. Oh, you got. But I think it. I know. I know how that ends too. It's amazing. So it's all spoiled for me. It's tainted. It doesn't mean it's not going to be good. I've watched it four times now. Oh well, that's well. There you go. That is fair. Um, I've, I've never seen a single episode. I don't know even the premise of it. If you watch, well, if you watch Randy, the pilot locked. episode, you'll be hooked. Oh, good. There's a there's a lot there's a lot of the ones that uh, like I just wasn't sure about, and after an episode and a half, I was like, nah, it's not for me. And then I've had people be like, just give it, you know, three or four episodes. It's not often that that you have people say, just watch the first one, and you'll watch the rest. Randy, were you um, a ginger guy or a Marianne guy? That would have to be. I, I need to <laughs> Google. I feel oh, like I was... oh, I know which is which. Uh, if you knew me, Jordan, I was. Oh, I was, oh my. I, was, um, I, I, I would have to say I've had to choose. Uh, I was probably a ginger guy. Wow. Really? I go Marianne. <laughs> I, 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 think I go I Mrs. Howell. I think I was kind of a Mrs. Howell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Definitely a Marianne. And oh. the rest. Yeah, wow, that got inappropriate. But um, yeah, definitely a, a Marianne guy for me. Um, Randy, what do we have next week on yes. uh, Flavor Odyssey? Yes. So now you're challenging me. Word. Yes. So uh, so you chose a cigar that uh, I'm also quite fond of, which. Um, so again, I chose the beer, you uh, for the challenge, and you brought the cigar. Uh, next week, you have challenged me to bring a beer that will pair well with the Hoya de Nicaragua 
cinco décadas. Yeah, uh, baby. We will be smoking that in the Diadema Vitola, which is the super fancy. Because we don't, we don't mess around. That's right. Nope. Uh, straight, straight to the top. Yeah. And um, so thinking that that's not um, a, it's about a medium intensity cigar. It's going to have uh, some nice complexity and sweetness. I have chosen an American-made German alt beer that comes from Alaskan Brewery uh, out of Alaska. So Alaskan Amber Ale is the name of the beer, but it is a traditional German alt beer. Oh, so, we can get that. Yeah. It's gettable. Good, good. Yeah, no, hopefully, uh, hopefully, I doubt they sell it in Wyoming, but... Uh, <laughs> I think everybody else in the country shouldn't have too hard of a time. I, I think that has a uh, pretty wide distribution. I, again, as we're wi- winding down season one, you know, we talked uh, before we ever launched the show that we wanted to find uh, beers that could be readily available uh, to anybody that might happen upon our podcasts or our videos and uh, want to join in. And we wanted them to find the beers. I think what we found was um, that is going to be a difficult task to do another 26 times. And so um, I think for season two, I'm pushing that we uh, maybe kind of switch it to more of a regional uh, selection. And we just talk about the style of beer that we're going to be pairing. Um, Then Rob, you and I can find stuff here available in California and uh, obviously you know, the audience is always welcome to reach out to both Rob or I on, on social media, and we'll do our best to help you find something. Is Randy, uh, we... is Randy just changing the entire show as like live on the air, like right now? He's just, he's just winging it. He's just winging it. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of brilliant, actually. You now, see, now it's, it's, it's out there in the ether, and we can't change it. I was never for doing live, but now that you guys all want to do I'm this live, advantage, I, man. You, say, you know, hey, I said it, so now you know the expectations out there. Now we have to do it. So. um but more to come on that as we wrap this up. Uh, so next week will be the Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco Décadas with the Alaskan Amber Ale. And, um, and we have a lot going on, though, right now as, as we all have some downtime and studios uh, in our garages. Uh, so uh, I, I'll tell you, I caught the uh, Smoke Night Live Monday special episode this week with Nick Perdomo for Perdomo Monday. And that Eric Jordan Perdomo. Monday. That's how you spell it. I'm going to just stick with Perdomo Monday. Um, Thank you, Randy. But, <laughs> I, but I prefer Perdomo Monday. You <laughs> 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 almost need a little apostrophe after the end to pronounce it like that. But, uh, but that was a great show, guys. Uh, Nick was a fantastic guest. I don't know if I had a chance to mention that to you guys, but I thought it was a really cool show. Uh, so I, I was excited to see that you are going to – I saw on Facebook you guys are also doing another Smoke Night Live this Friday. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just because we did a special Monday episode doesn't mean we won't be there Friday night. So Friday night we got uh, Coop oh. on the show and also Nick Libretti from JR Cigars. But here's the, the theme of the show is we're really going to be delving deep into how you know manufacturers, cigar shops, online retailers, they seem to be doing great. Um, manufacturers, cigar reps, you name it, even cigar media. How are they all handling this? And is there going to be a PCA show? And if there is a PCA show, what will it be like? Like, uh, will we have to stand six 
feet apart from each other. So we're going to be talking about all those topics this Friday on Smoke Night Live. And then the Friday after that, we have Klaus Kellner from Davidoff on the show. So we got some cool stuff coming up. Oh, those, those are big. Uh, and then the following Monday, do we have another guest for Cigar Spaniola? Yes. Is it you and me? Jack Heyer will be the Cigar Spaniola oh, guest. Baby. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so so that, that should be a wild episode of Cigar Spaniola. Indeed. Fantastic. So, uh, I, so I, I, you're going to teach Jack how to speak Spanish, which yes. is apt since he lives in Miami now. Right. Exactly. He could use it. He could use it. If anybody can use it, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tuned into Cigar Spaniola this past Monday, and uh, with Juan, your boy Juan Cancel was uh, was the guest, and Juan has a serious Serpico thing going, <laughs> like for real. And I'm sure people have talked about this, but go look at a picture of what, or check out the video if you didn't see it, and then Google the Pacino Serpico. Uh, it's like it's the same glasses and everything. Like it is, <laughs> it's kind of impressive. I don't know if that's what he's going for, but he's nailed it with that. He's got that <laughs> accent and everything too. Like he nailed it. He's nailed going, it. He's going for it clearly. Yeah, it's it's working. He's bringing the seventies back, baby, nice. in a strong, strong way. Uh, Eric, what were the seventies like? Well, uh, thank you for uh, letting everybody know that I can remember the seventies. Actually, I have fond memories of the seventies. I remember the bicent. I remember Colorado's bicentennial parade like it was yesterday. Like literally, I can, I can remember that. It was great. You were a toddler, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was born in '65. No, he's like, yeah. So by the time '75 rolled around, I was no, ten. He was a teenager. You know, dude, I was an '80s kid, man. I mean, you know, punk rock and all that stuff. That was when I was a teenager. That's 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 my generation, baby. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. I didn't mean to throw you into the bus. I was just poking fun. Uh, but uh, whatever, whatever, Robbie. Whatevs. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll do cigar in a movie again next Wednesday. Yeah, you have to know. you have to pick a movie for us. So I, uh, I don't know. I, I put out a list. If you guys want to uh, suggest a movie, I mean, we did old not old school. We did uh, Step Brothers today. Uh, one that I was that I'm kind of pulling for is Tremors because I haven't seen that yes. movie. Yeah, that's an and amazing movie. Kevin Bacon. Whew. Oh, it's it's so t they made like nine of them. Like I think they're still making Tremors. There's only Tremors. one good one though. That's true. Oh, Jack. see, Jack, he's he's ready. He's been summoned. I, I love how the comments go right over your face. I know. Yeah. I feel like Mike Wazowski in Monsters, we Inc. also have an article <laughs> by Jack coming out that will blow oh. your... No, it's not by Jack. It's... That's... Is it in the year 4,000? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. All right. Well, uh, I think I think we've about uh, done everything that we can do here tonight. <laughs> that is that is absolutely not true. We can uh, we can go a lot further. Jack wants to wants us to tell everybody about the article. Do Jordan, want Jordan, why don't you give everybody a a, a primer a primer on this article coming up it's, next it's, week? It's the evolution of a cigar smoker. So Jack's going to take us from that first time that you accidentally smoked a, a Swisher Sweet and when you're 16 until. You know, I don't even want to tell you where it goes. It goes well beyond cigar enthusiast. Oh, my. Every, wow. every step along the way, and you'll be able to relate to every step along the way, because every cigar smoker goes through these steps. That's I'm super intrigued by this, because it's funny. Like, when I'm, when I'm writing my reviews, occasionally I write occasional, occasionally write an occasional review. 
um, I always find myself like wanting to talk about my process, like what I do when I'm sitting down to smoke. And no, I don't think anybody really cares about what my process is, but I find myself wanting to talk about it. I don't know why, but I think it's, I think it is kind of interesting to think about what, what is kind of your, what's your ritual? Cause we all have them. We have a specific cutter that we like. We have a specific lighter and that always changes. And why does that change? Who really cares what you cut the cigar with? But sometimes I'll pick a different cutter for no real reason other than, oh, I, I want to use this one today or whatever, or you use a specific ashtray or I sit in a specific spot in my backyard or whatever. I, I just think that I find that interesting. It, it, I think it says a lot about a, about you kind of as a person, what you really do with uh, when you're you have your cigar rituals. Would you say that it was destiny like for, you know, from a, a millennia ago, there was something that was going to cause you to use that cutter at that point in time? Absolutely. I think that, uh, <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 thank you for, for bringing that up. I said, absolutely. And I was going to go into a story. I don't have one, but I think <laughs> there's, there's, there's like, for example, this XO cutter is my current favorite. I will, if I can't find it and I'm going to have a cigar, I'll look around for 15 minutes and go past four or five other cutters just to find this one. And it and it will change in in two weeks. It'll be a different cutter. I don't know why. I think they but, change. Well, there's other reasons why they change. But cutters dull faster than you would think. How could you dull a blade with a leaf? They dull. Yeah. Yeah. And, maybe maybe that's and even maybe if it's a, subconsciously you don't yeah. notice it's dulling. You're just like I kind of don't like the cuts on this thing anymore. I'm like, do they dull or do they just gum up and need to be yeah clean? Either way, definitely it's, gum up. I took one apart uh, recently. It was a bigger task than I thought it would be, but I rubbed it down with alcohol and got it all dried out, put it back together the next day, and it made a huge difference. I'll tell you what, your lifetime warranty is out the window now, buddy. Yeah. All right. So since we're since we're just kind of hanging out on the air tonight, um, is that all right, Eric? Are you opening up a pack of cigarettes? What are you you doing? (laughs) What are you doing, Randy? Packing his own. He's got like a pack of camels there. He's just, he's just opening it up. Man. Uh, no, actually, more of a lucky strike guy. Since we're just hanging out on the air, can I can I give Robbie Raz a gift? Sure, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So, so it, it's funny that Robbie would would mention that he has a current favorite uh, lighter. Um, Rob, yeah, cutter, uh, that's okay. a cutter. Pardon me. Well, we know he has oh, a special a lighter. lighter. He just doesn't like to talk about it in public. Uh, that one picture <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one doesn't change he's always got the same favorite lighter but rob has been such a magnanimous uh host here on uh on favor odyssey uh i think if, if anybody was was around for our early episodes i've always been very uncomfortable in front of a camera or on a microphone i was very very nervous about doing this show and it's only because of robbie raz's Absolute tremendous professionalism and experience, and I did two uh, shows. coaching, and now now I do a separate show, and yeah, yeah. So, uh, so as a um, as we emotional over here, as we get to the end of the first season, uh, I thought I would get my buddy Robbie Raz a gift, Ooh. and and um, and so because of this whole pandemic thing, I rarely see him. Ironically, I saw him today, but forgot to bring this. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, so so Rob, um, happy Ooh, first season, Chow. Oh, back is that orange? Is that a Hall that, of Fame li- a cutter? Wow, <laughs> that's, that's this, beautiful. Look so at this that. Is, this is the the new. So the XO uh, uh, was the slimmer the, one. Was the first one. This is the new 
uh, Zykar <laughs> slim version in black and orange. Oh, beautiful. And orange that's is awesome. Rob's favorite color. Uh, so I, I, I thought this is... It, it, well, that's what kind of reminded me to do this right now. Pink was like, Rob's favorite color. That's his second favorite. Second. Oh, wow. <laughs> Rob has a, a spreadsheet you can download of all of his favorite colors. <laughs> Top goes, 10 colors. It goes from 1 to 8,000. When, when you're a visual guy, <laughs> you, you're, I'm, I, I don't see spreadsheets. I see shapes, shapes and colors. So. Now, that that's cool. That's cool, Circle Randy. is one of, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite shapes as well. Thank that you, Randy. That's awesome, custom. man. Absolutely. Cheers, buddy. Cheers to the, the whole team, man. We, we got uh, Cheers. What? Uh, we have two shows left to wrap up season one, so uh, I, I'm already celebrating. I celebrate. I think a it's lot. three shows, but you're close. <laughs> cheers, cheers, guys. cheers, boys. Cheers. Nice. All right, three. what do I do with my hands? All right, all right, you guys, right, wrap I, it up. We're, we're you, that was a great show. Oh, as always, Jordan, I learn on this show from these two. It's crazy. How could you <laughs> learn from these two? It's crazy, right? Weird. Yeah, but here Would've we are. Thought. And Randy, lovely shirt, by the way. I do have to point that out. I like that one. Um, Anyway, thanks, everybody, for joining us for another episode of A Flavor Odyssey. Look at those. Look at that. It's just freaking beautiful. I love this. Um, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate all your support. We will catch you next week. We're going live again next week, I guess, live for the foreseeable future, I guess. Um, and we will, uh, so we'll see you next Wednesday, same time and everybody have a great week. Stay safe and we'll catch you next week as Odyssey continues. <laughs>